hold on to your girl because it's about to get hot in here. <laughs> Welcome to the Let's Be Honest podcast. I am your host, Madison. And I'm Kai. Welcome. Today's episode, we're going to get deeper than usual. Hopefully, you guys can take a lot out of this. Have a little bit of reflection time for yourselves and just enjoy. So I think last episode we touched on and we bookmarked when, you know, couples are getting into arguments, you guys know the solution and it kind of come down and it kind of comes down to the other person just can't give you what you need, what you deserve or what you've voiced to them multiple times mm-hmm. and, you know, they just haven't stepped up to the plate. We've both been there. It's tough and it sucks. And it's a, it's a reality of the journey, as you and I always say, of finding our person. I think it's so hard because it's like, you know, with breakups, like cheating, abuse, like anything going mental totally wrong, mental manipulation, verbal, you know, you can walk away from that and be like, they're just a terrible person. But when somebody is literally like, I am just not good enough for you and I cannot give you what you deserve. It's like, you're rooting for them. You're mm-hmm. like, yes, you can. Like all, all you need to do is just like step up, like do this, this and this, and you can be enough for me. But that is like, you, you kind of think it's so innocent in the moment. And then you look back and you're like, wow, like I really begged that person to give me the bare minimum. To give me the bare minimum. Yeah. Other people give it so seamlessly. Like for many example, right? I wanted that girl I was talking to for like four months. My God. You can go off. This girl treated Maddie so bipolar. Like, I think that's the word because I don't even want to say terribly because she was so sweet on the date and is sweet at times, but it was just up, down, up, down, up, down. Couldn't get her crop together enough to get a second date going. And we were talking on and off for like three months. And like, why would you continue texting someone? Yeah. Who you are not going to just commit to and, and see in person again. Exactly. It like, was why just, like, don't text me back. Like, so immature. And they, like, manipulated the whole conversation. Anyway, we that this could, this could take us down a rabbit hole. But exactly what you said, it's just, like, you gave them multiple shots to just step up. And, like, you were, like, it's very – you made it so clear to them what you needed from them. You were, like, let's just commit to the dates that we have planned. Like, yeah. stop flaking. It's not hard. And at the end, it was like, I, funny story, I actually tell this. So, so whenever I go to my friend's house, I always end up screen mirroring my hinge, mm-hmm. like texts from girls. Like, it happened during Friendsgiving and when I came over recently. So, this recent one has to do with this girl. And basically, we were like writing up this text of like what to say to her. Yeah. And I'm going to bring it up because I think it's just honestly brilliant and I'm very proud of what I said. What to say to someone when they're not giving you enough. Okay she did kind of voice to you back in December like it was the same situation that I was in. She voiced to you like I am not ready to be in any sort of relationship. I'm so busy with work this this and this and then you were like okay yeah you guys kind of rekindled and then continued the planning another date. So it was like she expressed that she can't give you a relationship, but then you guys kind of got into planning dates again, mm-hmm. and so continue. Anyway, she has a social anxiety. We were supposed to hang out, and then she's like, hey, last minute, my parents are, I have to, I can't go, basically. 
blah, blah, blah. Um, I make this virtual date night. I, virtual, you don't have to leave your bed. You don't have to leave your bed. I go on Canva, I make a cute little date card. Very cute and very thought out. So we send that and then fast forward to that night. Oh, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm at dinner. It's holding back, I'll be there soon. Okay, I wait an hour and a half. Actually, can we brain check? I got into an argument with someone. Like, excuses after excuses. So then I was, like, really over it and really bummed. And just, like, disrespectful. If you cannot make a date, please tell the person in, in advance. Like, at least a day in advance. At least. If you have a date scheduled for today, you need to go. Like, I don't care if you're dreading. You need to go out of respect for the other person. Otherwise, like, I do think, like, you're not a good person. If you're flaking on date, like... Unless your grandpa is, like, termini terminal terminally <laughs> ill in the hospital, like, you should be there. Out of res its respect. Yeah. I said, hey, was just thinking, and I really have been as patient um, as I can. I'm probably the most understanding person you will ever meet. But there comes a point where I feel silly setting up all these dates and nothing ever happens. I got a little ready to chat with you tonight and now I just feel stupid and disappointed. Mm -hmm. She doesn't respond to the next morning and she goes, I completely understand why you feel that way. Honestly, I don't think, I don't want you to think it's you or something you're doing. It's genuinely the same thing I said before, um, before Christmas about I'm just having a huge difficulty juggling dating in my life among other things. So then I said, this is my favorite part. I know we've talked about it before, but I thought things may have changed. I'm looking to get to know somebody on a more consistent basis, so I don't know if this would work at this time. I'll leave the ball in your court. And then I sent um, Colby. No. Okay, but this is in the in the yeah. This is where I disagree because she has flaked on you multiple times, and now she's made it clear twice. Like I cannot juggle a relationship. And my work right now. My work and my life and a relationship. She said it twice. And you still say, I'll leave the ball in your court. Ball in your court. That's not good. That's mm -hmm. not good. That's no, like, and we've, and first yeah. of all, let me not even come at you. Yeah. Because as we broke down in the last pod, happened to me. Yeah. Girl said, I have nothing to give you. Yeah. And I stayed. And I was patient. And when they, when they tell you, you, you I cannot to. commit to you. I cannot give you what you need. I have nothing to give you. I cannot balance you and work life. Please believe them the first time because I promise you, two examples, the story doesn't freaking change. No. The story does not freaking change. And I think, first of all, why the heck are we talking about this? Every single person I talk to, is it, it, it happens. It's like I'm literally holding on to this person mm -hmm. who has told me, has voiced to me, has shown me they cannot be there for me in the capacity I need them. And we're still like rooting for them because it's like, it's not hard. And for us, it's not hard. No, it's not even for us. For the right person, guys, it's not. there will never be a question in their head the time they can give you. Like, for example, that if you watch the last episode, um, you know, I got asked out on a date and to be oh asked out and time place didn't have to do anything that's i felt like a princess perfect example of a flip-flop so this girl has flaked on maddie four times maddie has planned every single date maddie gets dm'd by a girl the girl is like okay maddie gives her a number she's like i booked a reservation for 7 p.m at this place i'll see you there there's the flip 
the grass is greener yeah. where you water it. Like, exactly. So there's hope, guys. Don't settle for people that are literally, literally not good enough for you, and they they damn well know it too. Exactly. And I also think like people have been in both sides, right? Like I when in my first relationship. I, at the end, was in a very, again, had nothing to do with the girl. Mm-hmm. We wanted to work out anyway. But never, <laughs> take it, never take it personally. Yeah, I was just not in a headspace to be in a relationship. Oh. This this can bring us right into our next segment. So on my Instagram, guys, I did a quick Q&A, and you guys did ask me for some advice. Let me pause. I had to burp. <laughs> and here was one. Opinions on people breaking up to work on themselves, do you wait for them? I'm going to say right off the bat, I know that nobody will ever be perfect. You should be continuously working on yourself, but it does become selfish when you get into a relationship knowing you're not fully ready and very shortly after being like, you know, we need to break up. Like, I don't love myself. I need to work on myself. That's where it becomes selfish. I understand. I understand the, like, I've gotten lost in this relationship. I haven't grown as an individual in this relationship. I get that. We need to work on new. There's so many other options. I need to work on, instead of hanging out with you seven days a week, let's do um, four. It is so, and I will say this, the right person will be able to work on themselves in the relationship. In the relationship. It is so, mm-hmm. it is so easy. And again, coming out of a relationship where that was a big part of our breakup was like, oh, like, you know, we just, we just can't put the time into each other that we need to. We're on separate places where we have different lives. Like the right person, it will be easier and it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. But again, like like you said, setting boundaries. Like, okay, you need to work on yourself. We we don't have to see each other seven days a week, 24-7. Like, go. Go, go. make plans with friends. Go be yes. proactive. Go yes. to a yoga class. Go to, Like, do what you got to do to work on yourself, and then I'll be here if yeah. you need me. Like, support them. And I feel like when you're in those scenarios, like, um, it feels like all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're so zoned in respectfully as you should be when you're dating someone serious but I feel like you don't see the bigger picture and then the bigger picture is if you're not hanging out with your partner for three months seven days a week you're gonna be okay because you're working on yourself you know like bigger picture it's it's fine um totally and you'll want to Mm -hmm. you will want to stay and be better for them. If you love, truly love the person and you see yourself spending the rest of your life with them, you will stay, you will work on yourself, you will work on the relationship. It's not hard. It's just not hard. Everybody makes it seem like rocket science. Yeah, I think also, I just also break it down, forget romantic, platonic, right? Friendships. For me, like, especially in adulthood, right? I pick and choose my friendships. I'm not hanging out like I would in high school with like everybody in a group. Like yeah. I'm very particular. And if I don't like something in a friendship, if it's not giving me what I need, I don't hang out with them again. And <laughs> that's, and that's like, that's, if that's how it should that's be. In relationships. I have a very small, I have a very tight circle. If you are not contributing to my life, like 
I will go ghost. And that is the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. But also, I found that, like, a lot of kind of newer people in my life kind of get on me about, like, oh, like, you literally text me once a day. And I'm like, if you need someone in your life just to text, like, I am not your gal. I am here to give you my full undivided attention when we are together in person. I'm not going to base our friendship off the amount of times we text. Like, no. I, I cannot be your texting buddy. Like, I will be the girl that gets on a plane if you are sick and in the hospital. I will be the girl that drops everything and drives to you if you are going through a crazy breakup. But I will not be the girl texting you good morning, good night, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> texting. Texting is not real. Your phone is not real. Like, go see your friends mm -hmm. and quit putting so much weight on, like, oh, my best friend didn't text me today. What? I don't text you for weeks. I don't text LB for weeks. But, like... We love each other and we know we're in our lives. Like, we're like okay. I can text you all week and then I call you for an hour on and FaceTime then it's and then we catch up. Beautiful catch up. Exactly. It's like, how it should be. also like adult friendships. Um, I don't have the time to constantly be texting and blah, blah, blah. And in your 20s, guys, like, we're also in our 20s, figuring out like life and like, exactly. I can I don't imagine know. having more than like three friends. <laughs> it makes me sick. <laughs> Also, just obviously because this is a queer podcast, having queer friends is so important yeah. um, and so rewarding um, because you just get it. We both just get it. Like, just get there it. was a I'm moment so today, hot. Kyla and I were in the mall. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting a pimple. <laughs> but yeah, I know we were in about. the mall, and there was like this ad of just like this three women were topless with jeans, and I'm like. Well, topless but like facing away. away facing away so you can see their backs yeah. and then the jeans and we both went i'm like did you see we, that yeah <laughs> Maddie goes, that was great marketing and i was like we are so gay for that like <laughs> hilarious but you need your gay besties because god the straights would just be like tunnel vision i'd be like you see you see that hot girl yeah, you, right. see, you see her but back to the back to our literal initial point Opinions on people breaking up to work on themselves. Yes, I get it, but I think there's a fine line between uh, selfishness and selflessness in that situation. That that is hard. That it's it's okay. hard. So if you want my opinion, yeah, I think, yeah, I I will say I'm guys. I'm a tough like I'm like you want it to work, you will make it work, and I'm just like I'm brutal, brutal. Kyla's very I am cut brutal. Throat. I'm cutthroat. Like make it work. Make it. If God. you actually, like, I lose respect if you can't just freaking grind through it. Grind See, through that's it. That's not my vibe. I know, and you're yeah. the softy. You're the like. You're very like. You're. Uh, you feel it. Okay. So now give me like the soft side of it, and so as Kai said, I'm a very like emotional person. So when I don't have my emotions in check, I can't check anybody else's. And I'm the opposite. Yeah. I feel like I almost put more attention into other people when I can't really cope with something. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, oh, no, what do you I mean? Let me, let me cook for you. Let me clean. Let me pick you up. Like, let me stay busy for you. Because I don't know what's going on with me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. No, I, because... I, I just, like, internalize, and I think it comes down to, like, all things, like, you growing up, like, coping, like, and I think that comes from, like, childhood, the way you deal yeah. with emotions, because, like, for me, like, when things would go south, I would put on my headphones, 
and watch a YouTube video to like calm down. And I would like go put on like these YouTubers and almost like escape. I think that my coping mechanisms come from soccer. Oh yeah, like you if have the athlete mentality. If stuff goes south on the field for me, I need to put that aside because I have 10 other people on the field depending on me. And that's my thing. That's like, I don't care what's going on with me. Like I'm going to make sure I'm doing what you guys need and we'll be okay. Like that's, yeah. that's crazy. I just, I just connected that. Oh yeah. That's, that's the, a, that's the athlete. athlete mentality is like through and through in your life. Yeah. Like, you're like, Oh my team, my team. I'm very much yeah. like to myself with my, yeah. my head. Wow. But yeah, it's very interesting. So, so do you wait for people that are like, I just need to take six months to work on myself. Like I still love you. I'll be back. No, no. Absolutely not. I don't care. I, I don't think it's so just like imagine. Imagine if you're like married, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's where my head goes. Yeah. I'm like, so would you like divorce me for six months? A would separation. You, would you move out and leave the kids for six months because you need to work on yourself? Fuck yourself. You have kids and a wife now. Oh, I would never. I would never. And I would never because, again, my parents now. Now this comes down to my parents. My parents got divorced when I was three years old. I have never seen my parents fight. I have never seen them have any any animosity towards each other. They became best friends, stayed best friends, loved each other, respected each other for the kids. Because they never wanted us to see them have any issues. Interesting. They co-parented beautifully. They put all their shit aside and they said, we have kids. We will... We won't even figure out our own shit. We will raise our kids and then we will go our separate ways later. Whatever. But that's that. It's the self, it's selflessness. And I respect that because that was what I saw as noble growing up. And I still think it is. Let me give this a six month break, six month break to work on myself. Life doesn't work like that. Like you don't get to take a break. Life doesn't stop. Like figure it out and hustle it out in your own time. If that means staying up an hour later at night so you can do a meditation, do therapy. I don't know. Like there are 24 hours in a day. I'm sure you can accumulate a good 10,000 hours working on yourself in a year. Like I, I, oh, (laughs) it, it gets me heated. I know. How dare you? How dare you say, are you going to wait for me or wait for me or let me work on myself and maybe I'll be back. You are leaving that other person in the dust and you are leaving them so confused and like you're on a balance beam. Like, do I wait? Do I not? Like, what do I do? You're leaving the door half open for this person that needs it shut because they are clearly fucking better than you right now. Sorry. And this is me getting brutally honest, but this is my like opinion. Like... If you break up with someone, shut the damn door and do not be like, I'm coming back because that fucks with the person that has been broken up with that messes with their mental health. That is so selfish of you. And that's it. I think it's just like backpacking <sighs> on. <laughs> oh my God. Said. <laughs> um, you have to be certain of what your decisions are. If you feel as though, okay, I want to break up with someone, either do it or don't even talk about it out loud. Um, Because that illuminating effect is so awful, oops, awful for your conscience, one. Um, I think I broke up with my first girlfriend and I knew it was going to be like that because I knew she wouldn't break up with me. Yeah. I was like 
for me, it wasn't even like back to the first question. It was like, I needed to work on myself. And I was just like, I was so, I never really talked about this, but my mental health was like the worst it ever was. So we were dating for six months. She found me a therapist, which is like so sweet. Um, and I always thank her for that. And then I just like, didn't know my next move. Like it was hard for me to like get up and like shower yeah. and like brush my teeth. Yeah. Like it was like, that's when you break up. That yeah. is it, cause it's like, I, I literally I can't, can't get out of bed. It. Yeah. And that is that I get. Yeah. And then until I got the proper help, um, like started going to therapy consistently and like got medication I needed and like that whole journey, whatever. Then I felt like I was like, oh, I feel like stable, yeah, which is very interesting. Whatever it is, do not leave somebody hanging. It is awful. It is cruel. Yeah, it is cruel. Shut the door. Like, would you do that to a friend? Hey, Kyla, you're really great. Yeah, but I'll see you in six months. Crazy. The f- what? Exactly. So I sometimes when I think of relationships, right, I break it down into a platonic level. And I'm like, platonic is like bare minimum, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I won't accept this platonically bare minimum, yes. why am I going to do that? Yeah. I also think like there's no excuses to this. Like, guys, I I have stayed. I have stayed when people have told me like, she, I, 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 I need a break. You. And um, I've stayed and I've waited because at that time I thought it was noble. I was like, yeah. I love them so much that them. I'm going to wait for them. Yeah. And I'm the good person in this. You gotta put your ego aside, you gotta put your pride aside, and you look, it is not good for you. And you'll only know that again till you're out of it. Till you're out of it. So it's okay. Like this is this is where I can sympathize. It's okay if you're waiting. It's okay if you don't recognize that like this person that's telling you you deserve better, you might not see it yet. And you will. You know what's right and wrong. You know what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, have grace with yourself if you're the one kind of waiting for someone right now. But please, like, look yourself in the mirror. And also, the best advice I ever got from my best friend, one of my best friends, was if you saw your sibling going through the relationship you were, would you just tell them to hang in there and let it ride? And so my thing was, like, I was waiting for someone who told me straight to my face, like, I cannot give you what you need. I'm not good enough for you. If somebody said that to your, to, like, for example, my sister, I would say, Ty, you are a freaking queen. Let's Take them to the curb and let them drown in the ocean. Respectfully. <laughs> like, you queen, you don't even need that. Right? Just it's like, almost, you just like, duh, why would you even duh, do that? Like, duh. Hello. And it's, it's so hard when it's yourself and when you love, when you love someone. It's, it's so, so hard to hard. walk away. It's so hard. But... You can, and you can grow, and you will find better. I promise you. I promise you. It seems like it, not now. It seems like it's the end. Yeah. I cried for literally probably, like, 24 hours straight, breathed for one hour, and then for, like, two weeks, I was just crying. I was at work, and I had to be on camera, and I literally could not be on camera for something. Yeah. And it was just, like... (laughs) When I was able to, like, process it, because obviously mine happened during freaking World Cup qualifiers. Mm -hmm. When I was able to process it, when I allowed myself to feel it, because I had other focuses, I cried for weeks. Not because I missed them, but because I was just like, what a fucking ride. 
like, and you, you just do like, and it's okay. And then you get six months and you're, you find yourself crying one random day and missing them. And then you get a year and you, it, you still cry. You cry like, every year? God, yeah. I think I had a good little cry like a week ago. I was like, what the fuck? That was shit. <laughs> I didn't deserve that. <laughs> like, wildly. But it's like, yeah. yeah it's still I, Oh, I, but I'm a, I feel shit. Like, I know I seem tough, but it's like that. Once relationships crash- get me, I'm a little softy for my relationship people. Like, frick. And the people that you care about. Yeah, most. I love my people. So. Ride or die. Anyway, next question. All right. Oh, I guess this is a good kind of lead into it. Do you believe in right person, wrong time? I did. I did too. I did too. I think after my last relationship. So here's the thing. It always comes down to the family trauma and some things you find in your partner's family and stuff like that, like healed other parts for myself. Right. So mm-hmm. I come from like a small family. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. like my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, like yeah. the four of us. That's it. So when I am dating someone with a bigger family, it's like, Oh, I'm, I get what I want. You feel like full, a little more full. Exactly. Yeah. My ex and I broke up twice. And the first time was the initial, like, the way I'm sobbing, the way everything like that. And I'm like, she is meant for me. Like, I just know with time she will work on herself. Yes. She will come back around. Everybody thinks that. I'm going to say, like, it's so normal to think that, guys. But if you can curb it. Curb it. So then, you know, it's the birthday. Yep. I freaking sent, I say happy birthday to her. Where our birthdays are like five days apart, right? So then, and she's like, oh, I didn't want to say happy birthday to you because I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> Yucky. Yeah, I'm so bothered. Anyway, so then we, of course, that starts off the fling again. And like, you start going. It's always, it's always the birthdays. Every, just block your ex on your birthday. Just do it. Like, that is future. So then I was like, oh, this is the right time. This is right? when we're going to get right? back together. So then we did. And guess what? The same exact timeline happened to me twice. I'm not kidding, guys. It was from <laughs> January to April. Two years in a row. January we, we were dating. April, mid-April. She broke up with me two years in a row. Yeah. Two years in a row. So learn from us, guys. Learn, learn from learn. us. It's okay. It's okay. It's We're okay. Here. I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy to be single in this January through yeah. April period because I'm traumatized. Yeah. Like, but I used to think right person around time for sure. Even with people that I had like many crushes with, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would go on a date with them and even like with the girl I mentioned earlier, I was like, oh, right person, wrong time. I'm like, she's a grown-ass woman. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You will make time. Yeah. There's no right time. The time is now to date this person or not. I believed in it, too. I believed when when my ex and I broke up, I was like, you know what? Like, we're going to get back together three years from now when we're both, like, kind of done working in this crazy space. Like, when we're kind of done with our shenanigans. And then I reevaluated my entire relationship and was like, that was not the right person. And that's why we broke up. 
but you tell yourself, you're like, you tell, you reminisce on all the good parts. And my, the best thing I did for myself was like, no, she couldn't, she, she wasn't there for me then. She wasn't there for me then. Remember when she did this? Remember, that's not the right person. People make mistakes. People make mistakes. Couples get into arguments, but there's a, a level. There's a level. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I think every person comes into your life for a reason at the right time. Yeah. Right person, right time with everyone you meet. Timing is never wrong. Timing is never wrong. You never meet someone when you're not supposed to. You yeah. are like you encounter everybody, mm -hmm. and that's like my little the universe thing. But I believe you encounter everybody exactly when everybody you're supposed is, to encounter everybody. Everybody's for what did they say? Like a reason or a season or something like that in your life. Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> No, like people come in your life for um, like a reason or a season, like a season of your life. So they're coming in for a reason. Oh. So you're like, okay, that person, that friend, that ex came into my life for me to learn this. Oh yeah. Or they come in for a season. They come in for three, four months. You like ride it out for a bit. And like, <laughs> and yeah. So next question, Kyle. <laughs> He's on one, folks. So we both agree right person, wrong time doesn't exist. Exactly. I want to hear your opinions. This is what I want to hear, like, in the comments, in the reviews. Do you believe in right person, wrong time? I want to hear it. From... We'll bring this up in in a couple episodes once you guys are able to see this, but we'll, we'll come back to this and we'll see what y'all think. So we wanted this to be a bit of a shorter episode, a little more intimate, a little more deep. We'll kind of, like, you know, share our own things, have you guys really think about your relationship, who you're with, your breakups, and just give you hope that you will come out of it. And I know everybody says it and you don't believe it at the time, but we are two living beings who have been through it, been through the ringer as much as you really could be. And now we are both out the other side, like not even like still like healing. Like I said, hello from the other side. We are on the oh, other we side. Did yeah. We did it. We actually did it. And I'm, I'm proud of both of us for, mm -hmm. for, you know, our own reasons. Um, but Maddie has now turned straight. What? What did you buy today? What did I see in your bag? I bought press-on nails. Listen, we're going to an event this weekend. My nails look like shrubs. I don't want to pay. My nails look like nubs. Well, that's fine for I'm not you. <laughs> Good for you. Listen, for me, I like having fun nails, especially for the event that we're going to. It's special. I want to look cute. But I don't want to pay $70 and sit there for two fucking hours. Oh, I think press on versus getting your nails done. I don't have an issue with that. It's the nails. Kyla, Miss Straighty Pants. But to be fair, I do. I love me some acrylics on people. But You're going to love them on me this week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I think? Here's, here's where my head goes when I see a gay with acrylics. And I... I kind of do this little thing. I've seen, you know, you know, exes and they go through a period of acrylics. And I'm like, I know you are not fucking a single person right now. And that's how I know. I look at my, you know, like I'm, I'm a nosy fucking bitch. I'm like, what, what do your nails look like? Are you fucking or are you not fucking? And for a damn long time, my ex was not fucking. Let me <laughs> She was getting no bitches. But I didn't, no, 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 no. But, no, but it's, it's either that. Well, or, or, no, that's what I'm saying. It's either you're literally getting no bitches because you're not, or you give some good head. 
Or you're using a backpack. <laughs> oh my god. No, because usually they're femmes. Freaky femmes are using a backpack. <laughs> then I'm like, you you a freaky fem. Um, but, but, no. but no, listen. Other hot take, other side of the table. <laughs> I so this is a thing that I've always struggled with um in my like coming out journey, being comfortable with myself journey. I always want, I thought like being gay was like masculine, you know, like yeah. I had to dress more masculine. I couldn't wear makeup. I couldn't wear dresses, like anything like that until 100%. shout out Kimmy Scott. I found her on the internet and she was that representation for me. Like, Oh, I can wear these pretty things and still be super feminine, but also I can like, like women as well. So for a long time, I would like never get my nails done or anything like that. Like the person I was dating at the time was like, always would make comments like really blah 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 and I'm like no way I'm just like hey if you're gonna get your nails done something else is gonna be happening <laughs> make sure you're good <laughs> no but it's like funny that you make it great like that because yeah in scenarios where they make me feel bad god no I love like I do love acrylics is it like head it. scratches or like arm rubs or like that or you're holding hands and they do like the thumb with the acrylics I love them. I love them. Just make sure you're versed in other activities. Well, also, like, a lot of people, <laughs> I saw a trend on TikTok, it probably is, like, only on my For You page, where girls would get their acrylics done and then have their Two nails shorter. I've seen that. T- I am, I am up with the times, girl. Oh. I got, I, girl, I know. On that note. But... <laughs> We're going to leave it off. Thank you so much for getting vulnerable with us and very different facets. So go get your nails did and send me photos. Yeah. If you guys do, send me photos because I think it's just incredible. It's truly incredible. Well, thank you guys again for listening and supporting. Please do not forget to uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. We Comment as well. Yeah, we like. post every week, put on notifications so you know when we post. In your review, also answer some of the questions we asked. So, like, do you believe in right person, wrong time? What are your opinions on acrylics? Because I want to know. I, I want to know if people think like me. I would love to see, like, a social experiment, you with acrylics on for, like, a day. I had a, I had acrylics for my grade 8 graduation, grade eight. and I'll never do it again. I couldn't wipe my bum properly. That's, like, I'm just going to, that's... TMI and that's where we'll end it. Guys, it's been an incredible episode. I love you all. Bye.